Folks, this just in. The ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. Let's talk about Batman. I freaking love Batman. He's he's a, a misunderstood guy. <laughs> He's so misunderstood and dramatic, and it's a soap opera every story, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really is, and he's got uh, he's got the whole family and everything, and uh, which is why we this week on the ongoing comic book discussion podcast. I'm Corey, and I'm Tess. That's why this week we're talking about Batman, Batman. and his crazy family, right? Because Gosh, this yeah. is this month of November is mm-hmm. all about family. All about family, and what better comic book family than the Bat family? I mean, you don't have to be blood to be fam, but like, they fam. Batman and, <laughs> yeah, Batman and Joker, they won't kill each other. They fam, you know? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Are, so are we are we diving into his rogues gallery as a part of his family almost, or, or just uh, just the Joker? Oh, Corey, there are no boundaries this episode, my ah, friend. Good, good. I, I like I, that. I like that. It, <laughs> see, like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I will. I have a feeling that I will in just a moment. <laughs> so how I'll, are you? Wait, <laughs> we keep interrupting each other. We're so excited about this episode. Okay, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, was just, I was just about to say, the only thing I was going to say is um, <laughs> I watched like an hour's worth of YouTube videos trying to get like the backstory on every Robin. And yeah. I walked away with the, the thought of, I'm not going to be the expert on this, right? Like, no. I, yeah. there's so much about Batman that I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I feel like there's so much about Batman that I do know, and there's so much about, about Batman that you know. And yeah. even combining the two things that we both know and, like, the differences, I still feel like we're never going to be able to, like, top some of these these guys and gals online who just know everything about Batman and right. and, and the 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 Robins and everything. So I I want us to tackle this as like what Batman and his family like means to us, right? Like mm-hmm. our perspective on things. And I don't like I said don't expect either of us to be the authority on every single bit of Batman cuz I don't even read any of the new rebirth stuff and I don't know who any of those characters are. Yeah, so. it's it's a big twisted complicated world and i've never um uh read batman comics until this year when i really got into comic books and i already knew so much about the bat world just because his story has been told five zillion times by five zillion people and i thought i knew so much and i go to the comic books and i'm like what where do i start dude (laughs) and uh, my first one was harley quinn because she played roller derby. It was the one she played roller derby in. And I used to play roller derby. And so the, <clears throat> that was really my comic book introduction to the Bat World. But Batman, I started really watching him when I was a kid. My dad's favorite one was the, I can't remember which one it was, but it's the one with Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Oh, okay. That, yeah, Batman. That's um uh, Batman Forever. Yeah, that one's Batman Forever. Actually, yeah, I enjoy that one. I don't hate that one, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, it's it's so good, and it, it's a reason why I love Jim Carrey so much. But at the end of the movie, my dad and I would do karate chops across the room to the end credit because that was in the 90s when we didn't have, like, all the CDs and the songs we actually wanted. So you watch the movie soundtrack at the end to hear the, like, workout song you want. And one of those songs was Kiss by a Rose by Seal. Oh, and that- I remember that. <laughs> yes, it's one of my top favorite um, uh, songs, and that is the song I walked down the aisle to. John, um, it was a joke by John. Everybody else was like, "Why is Why is Tess walking down the aisle to Kiss by a Rose by Seal?" And I was like, "You guys don't know Batman, man. It's a Th- Batman movie." <laughs> That's awesome. I I love hearing about that connective nostalgic tissue that you have to to Batman Forever. That's great. Yeah. And and you know, like I remember. Uh, you know, some people consider that kind of the downward spiral of the Joel Schumacher movies, but I think that one was pretty good. I didn't like Two Face in it. I didn't enjoy Two Face, but I, yeah. I, I thought he was too comical. I say that I think he was too cartoony. Um, even though the cartoons did a better job with him, uh, I, but I did very, very much like Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and yeah. I, I even say sometimes like you know, you know, when I'm being silly, like in the shower or something, I'll, I'll even do the uh, if knowledge is is power, then a god am I. You know, when you is it when the he, echoey part? Yeah, yeah, at the end when he says that. I, I still love that. And uh, I thought he did a great job. I thought that was a fun, mm-hmm. fun, uh, you know, movie, Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, do you have any, like, did you watch any other Batman stuff or was that main your main connection to Batman? I, that, I assume you've seen Batman Begins and everything, right? Oh, yeah. I've seen all of the movies and um, I used to watch the animated series oh cool not not that much but it was like if it was on I would it was it was on one Saturday morning I don't know if you remember that but it was like one Saturday morning <laughs> and they do all the um like cartoon shows and I think that was part of the lineup for a okay. while and did yeah. you did you uh did you like Harley Quinn in the Batman cartoon or did you did you not see her there did you miss her and then find her in the comic books Ooh, that's a really good question. No, I've always known about Harley Quinn through word of mouth. I've never seen her in a series or even like a comic book. I just knew of her because other people loved her. And so then I saw her picture and I was just like, I was like, oh, she's Joker's girlfriend, whatever. And then <clears throat> I really started diving in when somebody was like, you know, she has a roller derby comic book, right? And I was like, oh my God, I have to read it. And so I did. And it was actually my first um graphic novel i've ever read oh i would like to well i assume we're going to do that on the podcast at some point yes we have clearly that's an important one for you if it's your first one that you read i we're going to be reading that so you you heard it here Um, (laughs) and we were just talking you know offline although we knew we were going to kind of reiterate the the conversation but you know like you have a different entry point to Batman. I have a different entry point to Batman. My Mm. wife has a different entry point to Batman because uh, we were watching the animated series. I busted, I have like season one and then season four or something on Blu-ray, like our DVD, Mm. the whole whole set. So, (laughs) you know, I got them like years ago. um, And, you know, my wife's like, oh, this is what, oh, I remember this, you know. So she was like, it was kind of like a trip down memory lane for her. And uh, and she was like, this is my Batman. And, and you know, she's seen Batman Begins and whatnot. But she's like, this is the Batman I grew up with. 
And I was like, oh, cool. You know, like that's that's just neat that there's all these yeah. different versions of Batman and you can kind of just pick and choose the one you want. But all of us, like everyone, it's such a part of the cultural zeitgeist that everyone just knows who Batman is. Everyone knows what Batman's deal is. And, you know, you don't ever have to tell the, the origin story again. But um, yeah, it's pretty simple for the most part. Yeah. Down an alley, parents shot, pearls on the ground. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, you're Batman. <laughs> and we're here. We caught you all up. That's all you need to know to start with. Yeah. <laughs> Lifelong uh, quest of revenge. Yeah. yeah, well, and, yeah. and you know, and uh, I, I find you, you say that I, I like what you say there because you know I, I think he's on that quest for revenge because and there's different versions of it obviously, but if you take the Batman Begins version, he can't actually avenge his parents' death because the person that killed him dies, so he has this like oh my in, god, there's, yeah. there's no ending to it. Like he has no closure, so like he's almost forced to take to go down, you know, that road. If and if that's if you wanna to go the the Batman Begins route, they all have sort of different variations on the you know the 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 origin story. Mm-hmm. My personally, for me, yeah, my Batman. Uh, will always be the Tim Burton '89 Batman. Yeah, you know? the Christmas movie. No, not, that's Batman no. Returns, the second one. But the first but that one is Tim Burton, right? Yeah, they're, they're both. both Tim yeah, Burton? so Tim Burton okay, okay. did. Tim Burton did the first one that came out in '89, and then he did the the uh, Batman Returns, and okay. then Joel Schumacher did Batman Forever, and then the. Uh, atrocious Batman and Robin with Mr. What about, Freeze. Oh, I loved Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I think we talked about this in a previous one, but you could literally get make a drinking game out of all of the uh, ice puns and you would just be sloshed by the end. <laughs> Absolutely. You'd really. be destroyed. You <laughs> would be destroyed. If you want to die, go <laughs> do, this. No, do this. <laughs> Please don't but, die. But yeah. <laughs> but I I can still remember how exciting it was to see that first Batman movie in the theater. I saw it with my dad opening oh, weekend. I mean, that's special. The, the energy was palpable. Like my dad's excitement level was palpable. You could feel yeah. it in the air and it was just it was wild. And it's cool that yeah. you and I both have our connections to Batman through our dads. Oh my gosh, you're so right, buddy. Right? Oh, that's awesome. We have I'm we have cool cry. dads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's and and you say that there was so much excitement because this had been a, a comic book for umpteen years. There were people that were grandpas who started reading it when their grandchildren are reading it, and yeah. they're probably just so like, oh my god, we're making a comic book into a movie, like. Yeah, now and nowadays it's such like the comic book films are their own genre now. Yes, Uh, it's it's insane. I personally cannot believe that you know that's a thing, but it's it's amazing that comic book movies are just a genre. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that Batman film was just so amazing to see, like especially because you know there was that old old, um, Adam West Batman, uh, you know, back in the day and. And I hated that as a kid. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, it was, why? Why? Because it was so cheesy. I watched so it recently cheesy. and I loved it. Oh, because it was so cheesy. Okay, no. But you say you watched it recently and loved it. I love it now, but I okay. hated it as a kid. Oh, copy. Yeah. Okay. 
Because you are correct. It is fantastic. But as a kid, and as a kid who read the comics and everything, I was like, what in the hell is this, right? This is wrong. Yeah. 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 But uh, actually, side note, if you want to read a really, really cool comic, um, pick up uh, the – it's – they DC Comics puts out a Wonder Woman comic. I think it's called like Wonder Woman eighty eight or something. Oh mm. no, Wonder Woman seventy eight, and it's the continuation of Linda Carter as the Wonder as Wonder <gasps> Woman. And the artwork is spectacular. They they do all the same villains. It's got the perfect level of cheese. But that came after they made a. Uh, I think it's called Batman sixty six, and okay. I believe. Um, but what it is is they basically just kept the old uh, Adam West show going in comic book form. But the artist is um, does such an amazing job of creating this beautiful disco style artwork that is not at all cheesy, but yet still looks exactly the way you know he looks like, and you know everything looks the same way. It it just feels so perfect. It's absolutely perfect you oh. should read it and read the wonder woman one uh, the continuation of the linda carter wonder woman series they're both yeah. great yeah send me the link i'll definitely check it out i love wonder woman we i'm trying to figure out a way for us to get wonder woman on this podcast we're like um just random hey. podcast day we're just gonna choose a day because i love her i do too <laughs> linda carter was one of my first crushes as a kid so Aww. i i love wonder woman trust me <laughs> uh well john and i just got the dc app and it's like seven bucks a month for every single DC movie and 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 show. And the entire Linda Carter Wonder Woman series, which is only like three seasons. I didn't realize it wasn't that long. Yeah, it wasn't that long. So sad. Because it was it's fantastic. It actually teaches you a lot about the war too. It's a lot of of a history lesson as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's cool. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, no, it's... that's uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's funny you mention it because I was uh just talking to my buddy about you know having too many subscriptions and uh, yeah. my wife and I were literally crunching numbers the other night you know just doing our, our normal budget stuff and we're adding up like all our subscription services and I'm like huh it's starting to you know like Disney Plus uh, yeah. you know Hulu but then like so we have Hulu and then you're like okay uh, I want the ad free version it's only a couple more bucks sure uh, yeah. let me add let's add HBO <laughs> it's only 14 more dollars no big deal we're still spending less than like 120 dollars to get cable but then yeah. but now we Everyone. have stars oh, now yeah, we have Amazon does. Prime now we have disney plus and i want i want cbs access because i want to watch that star trek show and i want um dc i want the dc app because i really want to watch swamp thing i would i would love to just go back and watch uh wonder woman and everything yes well you can have our password (laughs) just ask bruh just ask (laughs) (laughs) but anyway batman (laughs) batman okay that was a all long right. tangent. So, Batman, no, what, what does Batman it. mean to us? <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. All right. Here's a trivia. Name at least three Batman weapons. Go. Batarang. Or, okay. Batarang. Batmobile can be considered a weapon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Go his walls. <laughs> and then his bat boot, baby. Oh, yeah. 
his you know he has like his his glove like has those three claws that come out of it and i'm always like you're gonna get that like stuck in your own abs like somehow <laughs> like that's gonna be like Shh, man like what have i done uh, that was my favorite one of my favorite aspects of batman begins is that they gave him a reason for having those because mm-hmm. when i was growing up they were always just sort of a costume thing and he never did anything with them and then in batman begins the fact that they got turned into like these bladed gauntlet things i was like oh oh that's cool that's awesome i'm glad you actually finally gave a purpose to that yeah what was the batman suit that had like like chest like nipples like dude nipples uh, that was uh that was batman and robin that was the last of the so movie bad. yeah the, the one that so was the one with mr freeze yes the bat uh, oh nipples. man it just adds to the pile yeah, it does. <laughs> and that was with George Clooney when he like didn't even do a voice. He's like, hey, Freeze, I'm Batman, a.k.a. Um, Bruce yeah. Wayne, a.k.a. George Clooney. Clooney <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like the only one who really gave it a voice was Christian Bale. Like, you're yeah. like, dang, well, Batman should have a voice like uh, that. Uh, Michael Wait. Keaton did a good job. Okay. Yep. He, yep. he did a good job on Batman. He, he, he yeah, did. He did start he did. sort of doing that. He, those are probably the top two, I think. Yes, I agree. I agree with you there. And and there's a big push, like a big push online to get Michael Keaton to play like an old Batman <gasps> and do like Batman Beyond, uh, that up. TV show. But I mean, we're seeing the, you know, right now in production, we're going to see the, the one with, um, oh shoot, uh, Pattinson, uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert pa- yeah. Why? Why is that happening? Uh, after I, I seeing the lighthouse, I gotta say he's pretty awesome of an actor. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I think of him as the vamp Twilight every time. Yeah, but he's been doing a lot of good stuff lately, though. Okay. I mean, you, I mean, I don't know. He, I, I don't know how this is gonna be. Um, mm-hmm. and I had the same feeling you did until until I walked out of the lighthouse, and I was like, okay, <gasps> oh. he's he's pretty amazing in that movie. Wait, but you walked out of the movie. No, no, I'm saying like I that was the thought I had as I was leaving. I was like, oh. okay. I was like, he <laughs> you can, were like, he no. was great. The movie, I'm out. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie is awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Um, what uh, uh, so we know what your favorite Batman uh, movie is, but who's mm-hmm. your favorite Batman villain? Okay, so let me think. We've got the Joker, who I has a little special place in my heart. I do feel sorry for him. He's got quite a story. Especially after that movie, you know. Yes. Uh, if you guys want to listen to that one, if you've already seen the movie, that has full spoilers, so you're yeah. warned. But yeah, we reviewed the Joker movie, and yeah, you get a lot of insight into him. But I do, I don't know why what stuck out when you said that was Penguin. Mm. I don't, he's like actually evil. Like, he creeped me out as a kid. Danny DeVito, right? Yeah, yeah, in Batman Returns, yeah. Yeah, he's actually like eerie. Like he's not real. He's not a human. <laughs> so like just his like his physical like how he looks physically freaks you out. Yeah, he's just like super. He's like super short, a ball, and has teeth and like a nose, and he's just. He could, like, eat you if he wanted to. <laughs> Remember when he eats that guy's nose? <gasps> yes! Oh, my God. I thought it was a ma- in my head. I was like, did that actually happen? Or was I just thinking? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. They did a great job making him uh, scary in that one. I always kind of like the scarecrow. I always thought he was really Ooh. cool. What Was he in one of the movies? Uh, he was in Batman Begins. With Christian Bale? Yes. Wait. He yes, was, yes, yes, he was the the guy from Peaky Blinders. What's his name? I forgot his name. Um, oh, with the blue eyes. He's really pretty. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, he was in yeah. um, 28 Days Later. 
that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't I'm, know his name. I, we, have, we literally have people in their cars yelling at us his name right I now. I know. They're we like, can't hear you. <laughs> Louder. But yeah, he yeah. was Scarecrow. I like that. And I actually made um, a homemade Scarecrow mask for Halloween one year uh, based on his version. So <gasps> it was kind of, I actually found this really soft material material mm-hmm. that looked like burlap. Like it had the look of burlap, oh, like, but it was super okay. soft. And nice. uh, I mean, I made it so it looked like it was all stitched up i gave it that like Ooh. that mouth look i i looked like it looked like that and then i would i just wore my suit i actually just wore a okay. suit and i put the the mask over it because that's what he would do he would pull the mask out and uh and that was my ha- halloween costume that year i went down to uh, ha- uh sunset boulevard i did the oh my gosh. or hollywood boulevard i did the you know the santa monica um, the weho the yeah the West weho hollywood thing halloween. yeah Woo, yep. that's an intense halloween you're yep. a brave soul yeah and about half of the people Thought I was Scarecrow. The other half <laughs> thought I was uh, The Strangers with that Liv Tyler movie. Oh, that was so long ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But they had like the villains, the people who broke into their house. The guy had like a sack on his head that okay. was kind of the same. And I actually had never even seen The Strangers. But I was like, yeah, no. But I, no, you know, no, good, good call. Okay. Close enough. So what's the Scarecrow's history? I don't know about him like at all. He's uh he's always been more of a like a psychological villain. Like whenever he he doesn't do a lot of like punching to Batman, it'll be more of like drug Batman and then force Batman to like fight his his inner demons. Like Ooh. literally, I mean, even though it's all in his head, you know. Yeah. And they and they can do all kinds of like neat little things with that and interesting sort of takes on things. I I think I've even seen like an episode of I think it was the cartoon where Robin dies and Batman has to like deal with it and everything. And then at the near the end of the episode, like you find out that he's basically just under the scarecrow's gas the whole time. Oh, so it's not but really like, real. It's a dream kind of a thing. It was okay. a dream, but you, you don't know it. The episode plays like, you know, it's it's really happening. And um, so he Scarecrow does that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, you got to all of Batman's villains or at least like sort of his main, you know, cadre of villains, his main rogues gallery, uh, if you will, like the Joker, like Scarecrow. They're all insane. Like so, so yeah. Spider-Man's villains are more like it's funny. You notice Spider-Man's villains are a lot of them are based on animals. Yeah. Like he's a spider, so he the fights goblin. like scorpion. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not always the same, but like yeah. you know, it, it's kind of thematic. Whereas Batman's villains, they're all like thematically insane You're in right. some way. Yep. And the and the reason for that is because. You know, even though Batman is our protagonist, even though we all think of Batman as the good guy, Batman is also insane. He is yes. just as insane as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, some would say he might be aware of it, and that's why he kind of keeps it in check. Others would say he doesn't know. He doesn't think he thinks he's insane. But that's what the Joker's always trying to do mm-hmm. is show Batman that he's just as insane as, as – he's like – he wants to show Batman that, that Batman is just as insane as he is. Yeah, and like, you know, he's – the way he reacts to the Joker is really a reflection in himself because he sees a piece of himself in him. He's like an like the Joker's like an inverted Batman, right? You know, mm-hmm. and um, their relationship, their bromance is is strong, and I like how it still has the same impact as it has like from many years ago. It's like, ooh, the Joker and Batman are in the same room. Like it's still a big deal, you know. Every time that they are, you always want to see him <clears throat> square off because something's gonna go down. Oh yeah, always, always. 
And okay, so I just learned recently that Batman and Catwoman were together for a while. Mm-hmm. They had a child. Um, I don't actually know that okay. aspect because I don't know if that happened in New 52 or, oh, or Rebirth. Oh, you're right. You know what? It wasn't Catwoman. It was like he had a child with, I think, just a normal person. But I know uh, that he has uh, a daughter, no, was, uh, right? he has a No, he has a son with uh, Talia al Ghul, which is, which is Ra's al Ghul's oh, daughter. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And so Damien, yeah. So Damien uh, Wayne mm-hmm. uh, is... Becomes Robin. Yes, is Robin okay. now. Uh, or I think he just died. I don't know, guys. Okay, we don't have to go I, that far I'm not far keeping up with it. Rebirth. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> bring yeah, it back, but, bring it back. <laughs> no, no, but like, um, but he, you know, I do know that Damian Wayne was, he was raised by the League of Assassins. Mm-hmm. So like he was trained from birth to kill. So he's almost like the complete antithesis of Batman. You know, he sees, yeah. he sees the value in, in sometimes taking out an opponent, you know, mm-hmm. because how many people would Batman have saved in the future if he just kills the Joker now, right? Right. Well. So okay. So da- that's how that's the viewpoint Damian Wayne goes about being the Robin. Is that you know if you're gonna commit a crime or I don't know. I, again, I don't read a lot of it, but he does. He, he comes at it with a harder edge, mm-hmm. right? And um, uh, I think that Dick Grayson. Uh, I did read that the the Grant Morrison um, Batman and Robin when Dick Grayson uh, became Batman Night when Batman Hawk. was what was it Nightwing, Nightwing. Nightwing. yeah mm-hmm. yeah Dick Grayson was the very very original Robin and then he grew and up. He grew up and turned into Nightwing, and he's always he's been a big a fan favorite with everyone f- forever. Um, he's you know he is the best choice to replace Batman at any given time. That's true. Uh, yeah, and and Batman's always kind of groomed him to be his replacement essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we're on the subject, we can talk about you know uh, uh, Jason Todd, the second Robin who Dies, got killed right? off. Yeah, yeah, yep, he's the one that died um, back in the eighties, mm-hmm. and and then after Jason Todd, uh, Tim Drake came in, and Tim Drake people still like him, and he kind of he's got he's grown up and kind of turned into like Red Robin and whatnot. And they Red Robin, <laughs> Red Robin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, I like their endless fries over there. I love Red Robin. <laughs> I know, I do too. <laughs> Uh, but then there's been other ones. There's there's been a couple female Robins, one canonical, one oh, yeah. non-canonical. Mm-hmm. So Batman, you know, as as someone who's a who's a loner psychopath, uh, he needs to have somebody with him apparently all the time to keep him grounded. He does, or he just doesn't really like to be alone. I think he's afraid of what happens in his own head. He's like he That's... doesn't want to fall under that trance like he does. That's a good call. That's a good point. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Who's your top lady crush from batman there's a lot Ooh, of good ones there are a lot of good ones poison ivy's always oh been yeah pretty she's high a hottie my sure. book yeah um talia al ghul is pretty awesome and uh oh shoot yeah but i'm, I'm gonna i'd have to go i mean harley quinn's Dang, awesome too yeah. she's crazy it's, it's, though but yeah i know i know but just <laughs> Probably just on pure, like, you know, fun sex appeal. I, mm-hmm. I'd have to go Poison Ivy. Poison She's Ivy. She's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. She is pretty yeah. awesome. I loved Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. It's. I did too. It's good. Even her costume, like, oh, dang. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to lie. She was probably one of the highlights of that movie for me. Oh, yeah. I liked her portrayal. And yeah, that movie was cheesy. But if you go back and watch it now and, and enjoy the cheese, it's not the worst thing ever. Yeah, but, uh, you can't go into well, those movies thinking like, I'm going to get some in-depth Batman insight. It's just like pun, pun, yeah. pun, sexy, <laughs> yeah. pun, pun, sexy. They leaned into that. Yeah, Batman nipples, <laughs> pun, pun. Like, <laughs> it just keeps going. But it's great. At, at least they they made the conscious effort of not giving Batgirl nipples. I, I was Dude, happy about that. Imagine? I know, I know. God, that oh would be so gosh. tasteless. They'd be like, "What?" Oh man. Okay, and the girl who played Batgirl is the girl from Clueless, right? Is she from Clueless? Yeah, yeah. One she of the, was. Yeah, blonde, what's her name? So Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, maybe I'm crazy, but yeah, I think she's from Clueless. But yeah, no, she's, no, she's the she's the main she's the lead in Clueless. Okay, she's, cool. Yeah, share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, share. Yes, yeah, she was share. <laughs> what about you? Which uh, what of the the Bat ladies uh, do you enjoy? Uh- <laughs> Um, I am, Poison Ivy's definitely up there. Harley Quinn, I feel like I want to be her best friend. Well, some, not her, I just want to hang out with her. And, <laughs> but like, but like, I want to be like a rat queen next to Harley Quinn where like I can't die, but I could just go along for the ride. Yeah, because you know that, that she has to have a high body count around her. Yeah. Like you're probably going to be involved in some murders that yeah. night. You know, but anyway, it sounds like a good time if it just wasn't real. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't die. Okay, moving on. Um, uh, But okay, but I have to say my favorite one is Catwoman because she's just so intelligent and like she is a cat. Like she's slinky and she gives you what you want for like a little bit and then she like teases you and she just seems extra awesome. I like her. Yeah, and she's a, and she's a cat burglar. Like, I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> that's I pretty mean. cool. Can you imagine the round talk table on that, guys? We need one. I know. We need a cat. <laughs> we need a burglar. Let's make her a Catwoman. Yeah. I mean, and, and what a stroke of genius now. You know, like like she's she's iconic now, but you got to think of like when they created her, you, like just genius. And then that's yeah. just a nice little play off of what Batman is. Yeah, uh, yes. Well, she's insane, not like Batman. I feel like she has like a giant loft in the city of New York and yeah. takes her poodle out for walks in Central Park, ironically. You know, she has a dog, ironically, yeah. kind of thing. You know, like who is she in real life? You know, what would be her story? I don't know. And, and it's funny, It's you said, you know, she's insane, but I know you were meaning like how glamorous and luxurious she is. But then I was thinking, you know what? I'd say out of all of Batman's rogues, she's probably the most sane. Like she's the one that's the yeah. most like level-headed, and I think she's the one that is honestly the most grounded. Even though what she's doing is clearly like you know breaking into things and mm-hmm. whatever you know, and being a Kapler girl, that's clearly like an insane thing to do. But I would argue that she's probably uh, uh, the most sane of all of them, even more sane than Batman. Yeah, she she comes across as like out of all of Gotham, she's like like the goddess of Gotham. She just knows all and every move that she makes is justified and she succeeds. She just always has this like random stroke of luck and everything that she does. It's like, what are you going, girl? What's your story? Yeah. And one thing I actually liked, uh, Spider-Man has a villain that's called, that's her name's Black Cat. And 
Yeah, and even she's even sometimes like a love interest of his as well. Uh, there's always been this back and forth between Marvel and DC with with ripping off each other's characters. Yeah. And- and it doesn't matter like who came out with whom's first. Like you know, like some of them are better than others, right? Yeah. Like it just it just goes down that way. But the one thing I dug about Black Cat, Spider Man's villain, is her she has this power to basically give other people bad luck around her. Whoa. So and, and it's nothing Speaking you can luck. even like wow. Yeah, that, that, that's right. That's why it kinda made made it go in my head. Um and, and it's nothing it's nothing you can quantify. It's never a power that you can show, but like people have so much fun with it. Like Spider Man will be chasing her, shooting his shooting his web lines. And you know in the comics like his web lines are, are mechanical, they're not organic like in the, oh. in the movie. So like so sometimes like he'll be chasing her, right? And then all of a sudden like his web slinger jams and oh. he's like, What the he's like, What the heck? This never happens. You know, and it causes him to, you know, miss and then he lands and then he'll like land in a puddle or something. And he's like, what is going on? But yeah, people, fun writers will build like some writers downplay her bad luck uh, superpower. And then some writers have a really fun time with it and and just really show, you know, uh, the person she's going against having just a rough day because her ability is her special ability is that she makes you have bad luck. And that's why she's called Black Cat. I, I honestly. Corey, like I crack up at some of the assigned um, uh, strengths of some of these female characters, like Squirrel Girl. What is I love Squirrel Girl, but she's what is hers? It's like she just has a good luck or something like I that. I think she can just talk to squirrels, can't she? <laughs> I mean, she she's probably a- can, but I think she like just has good. Like she always wins. That's what it is. Okay, she okay. always wins. And then in uh, Domino and Deadpool too, she just has good luck. Yeah, she, like- yeah, she's a she, yeah, she's a luck based character. There's there was a guy in um, X Men. There's another Marvel character because uh, Domino's Marvel as well, and so is Black Cat. But mm-hmm. there was a guy called Longshot on the X Men back in the eighties, and man, I haven't seen him in a while. But he's just yeah, he he you know somebody. Wolverine gets thrown into a building. The building, you know, he gets hurt. The building collapses, but you know, Longshot just stands there, and as the building falls around him, he just stands as the the door, you know, or like the window. He just stands yeah. through the window as it. Fall. He doesn't have to do anything. He and knows he's that he'll fine. be fine. Oh yeah, my and, gosh. but Wolverine c- crawls himself out of the the rubble, and he's like, "What the heck, man?" And the Longshot, it, he, he it's good luck. It's but it's not bad luck to other people. His is more like it just he turns out fine okay. for himself. Yeah. Whereas Domino seemed Domino seemed like it was like it were, turned out well for her, but very poorly for everyone else. E- yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I don't know her in the comic book, but I just know her from Deadpool two. And yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Well, I'm I'm actually with you. I I only probably read uh, one or two issues of. Uh, New Mutants, maybe way back in the day with mm. Domino. I more know her from Deadpool too, as well. Okay, you know what I just realized? Okay, so like I feel like in the DC world, Batman has the most like opportunities for just an entirely new world, new characters. Like I think it's the biggest cast, and then I think in Marvel, the biggest cast has to be like Spider Man's world, maybe. 
It's like like a one single person that has yeah. so many villains, and and well, yeah, and because a lot, a lot of times too, there's there's both guys have villains that kind of cross over. Yeah, like you know, like sometimes it'll be a villain that might show up in another comic. Although like Joker is pretty much just a Batman villain. Right. I mean, what's he gonna right. do against Superman? Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. No, Superman was in Hush recently, but like you said, yeah. you haven't watched, read, read or watched. Actually, it's on the DC app animated uh, movie. Um, those, but that was the only time that I saw all three of them in the same comic book. Actually, now that I think yeah, about it, that was. You should read that when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, I, I have. It's so okay. Good. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I read that uh, years ago when it first came out. I collected, I collected Hush um, uh, as a monthly issue, like like oh. when it was coming out. And um, yeah, I I thought it was it was okay, but I liked the whole Superman thing, like how Poison Ivy was controlling him mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I was yes. like, that was really cool. That was really neat. I I have problems with Hush overall, as far as like a story goes, okay. and we can we I wouldn't actually mind revisiting it and yeah. have us do like a, a I know it's a big book that might be a two parter, um, uh, but I would like to revisit it. But I had I had problems with that story. It's a good one. I did feel like sometimes they were throwing in characters, and my buddy Pete brought this up to me because they wanted to draw all the characters. Yeah. And and yeah. it's so freaking obvious and it doesn't serve the story. Like when he couldn't win in the end, he just kept losing and losing and losing to like because they were like, We're not out of villains yet. You know, it was just like, Ugh, get to it, man. Like yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> I mean I mean Jim Lee's artwork is amazing. Oh my God, yeah. And it's that stunning. was like yeah, and that was like the the big draw of it. But I, I think it was I think Jeff Loeb is the one that wrote it. I'm not the biggest uh, Jeff Loeb fan, to be truthful with you. So it's and, and I get it. I, I'm sure the editor, uh, uh, you know, was was making him. You know, had to be all these check marks. It, the comic book hush to me, as far as I can remember, it felt like it just it had to check off a bunch of things. Like, yes. okay, we have to have Superman in it. Okay, how do mm-hmm. we do that? Okay, we have to have you know Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn. We have to have every single person in it. Okay, how do we do that? And it just felt like it was a story based on checklists mm-hmm. and a committee versus a story based on a story that needs to be told. Do right. you know what I mean? Like like a story that wants to serve a purpose in the Batman universe. Correct. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I can understand that. I mean, but it was a really good, you know, what made it good though was because of all the characters they lumped into. It was like kitchen sink for, for characters, DC characters. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. let's put them all. Exactly. And because because for all the things that I just criticized it for <laughs> is what what makes it a fun book to read it's 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 not one that i revisit often but it you know it was fun when i did read it so mm-hmm. i would like to go back and and give it another shot because people love it i mean yeah. people are always talking about it but at the same time i would also like i would really like to do uh, the killing joke with you as well oh my god i am so freaking down um uh we got the first issue and it's the one where harley quinn isn't harley quinn right or she's just the doctor. Oh no! Oh my gosh! There's so many that we read. We it's like <laughs> we're we're magnets when it can't comes to like random like issue Batman comics. I I I, I totally understand. I mean, it, it, yes, it, there's so many. Yeah, I take for granted that like I just know what Batman the Killing Joke is, right? Right. Like, I, I take for granted, and that's you know that's not how it should be. So 
Yeah, this is the one that was written by Alan Moore. Uh, he wrote Watchmen, and oh. um, it's 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 the one where Batgirl Barbara Gordon gets paralyzed by the Joker. That it's that one, and she becomes uh, Oracle later. Oracle, they, yeah. they turn her into Oracle later, but it, you don't see that happen in here. But that's that's a part of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's a good one. But I yeah, it's I do take for granted that like I can just say that and know what it means. Uh-huh. And that, you know, it's it's a okay that you don't as well because I mean, you, you didn't grow up reading all this craziness, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but our kids will. Oh my gosh, they're going to be like experts. I know, but both of our, our sets <laughs> of kids, yours and John's and, and mine and Myra's, they're oh my just gosh, we're yeah. going to have uh, nerd kids essentially. What if they <laughs> continue the podcast? I mean, isn't that what we secretly hope for? <laughs> yeah. Hi, future kids. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hi, future kids. I want to retire now. So yeah, uh, yeah get, get working on the podcast. I'm just going to be over here yeah. uh, playing video games and reading comic books. <laughs> um, John and I talked about um, when we retire, we just want to use our social security for Disneyland annual passes and just be there like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, be the people that are there like every other day. Yeah, <laughs> if somebody pushes be... around in uh, wheelchairs, just like let's go on Peter Pan again. Yeah. We have like a sword fight, you know. But yeah, that'll be us when we're old, bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> you can be reading your, uh, you can bring your DC app uh, there. Oh my gosh, I, yeah. I really want to get on that. Like you get every, you get all of the comics, right? You, you, yes. uh, they have well, all the comics on there, don't they? Or at least what they digitized. You I get assume. A, yeah, you get a huge chunk of them, and you get to see a lot of the new ones. I haven't read them on there, but what's really cool is that you can project them onto your screen, so like you could read a comic book with someone if you wanted to on your TV. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I, you know what's funny? I bet you somebody out there has like taken their HD LED TV and like yeah. flipped it on its side uh-huh. so that it's like you could actually read it like a comic book, you know? <laughs> a that giant would be comic really cool. book. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be a great way to read comics to your a whole class of kids, you know, like have a TV yeah. that was kind of like flipped to its side and then just kind of read it all together as a, as a class. That's There's, actually. Oh my God, dude. There's no excuse. <laughs> they have to do that. All right. Well, I'm going to go study. Somebody needs to do that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go be um, a elementary school teacher and just teach comic books. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god! And the love, the love of superheroes and comic books. But to, to bring it back around. <laughs> Fine. Because uh, we've gone on so many different <laughs> tangents, as is the format of these free flow episodes. Yeah. Are you entertained? Um, yeah. Are you entertained? Mm. What, uh, what's your favorite Robin? Do you, have a, do you have a favorite Robin out of all of them? Honestly, I didn't know there was more than one. until about uh two weeks ago nice so but i do i am looking forward to reading teen titans next week as our last comic book for november with a family theme because i am really interested in it i did like justice league wait young justice on the dc app john and i really enjoyed it it was really good i really like the superman story on that one i think that's why i really like that one but anyway i'm curious about that robin and like him learning to be a leader and it was just a really good story which robin it is in young justice because i haven't seen it and everyone says i need to see it because they say it's good but is it tim drake is it uh it's not not jason todd but i think it is jason todd now that i think of it uh really? again people are yelling at us in their cars like no you idiots it's yeah, this robin yeah, yeah. sorry guys we're here we're here <laughs> um 
But yeah, okay, so then what's your favorite one? Yeah, no, as I asked you that question, I realized that I don't have an answer to it either because I never really quite cared for Robin. Uh, I yeah. I always just liked Batman. I like Batman stories. I don't particularly care for Robin. It's probably because I didn't like the old Burt Ward Robin from, you know, the old uh, TV show. I just 70s, thought it was so yeah. cheesy. Yeah, and it's it's still a, it's still hard for me to I mean, the Robin that you we have now is you know the 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 one with the green pants like uh, I didn't get that until halfway through my life like up until ah. then the the Robin I always had in the comic books was the one with the the little booties you know yeah. and I just was like it just didn't work for me yeah you know that that old school trapeze artist look yes! or whatever yeah you know. I, okay well i did think that was a really cool story because that's what made him so nimble and stuff and then that made him on another quest for revenge so it gave him motivation to be who he was but yeah i mean okay let's think why did they create robin they created him so that people wouldn't think that batman was gay <laughs> to give him oh i'm sorry wait i said that totally wrong no hang on they gave the Robin because they wanted to give him a more father-son role, and then they thought he was gay. So then they brought in that girl. <laughs> yes. Who did yes. I get it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that okay. That is Tess's train of thought when it comes to the Batman world. You got to really go back. Like, why? Yeah, yeah. Why am I thinking this? That was funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and and you know they they brought Robin in originally to to get the the more kid readers, and it worked like gangbusters. Yeah. Like kids were reading it because of Robin, um, and you started seeing a bunch of other superheroes having teen sidekicks. I mean, mm -hmm. that was at the same time when Captain America had Bucky. It was everyone oh, yeah. the teen sidekick, but I think you know. The costume, Robin's costume, didn't quite help. I don't think uh, when when you know when when people were looking to shake their fingers at something and say, "Oh, Batman and Robin are just gay," you know, like like because we want to just be hateful. I I think I just don't think the Rob the original Robin costume did any favors for Robin. No. But so that's what I'm saying. So like, but I grew up with that robin and it wasn't until recently that you know they gave him pants for crying out loud give the boy give him pants. pants oh my <laughs> god come on man yeah. it, they gave him like he basically looks like he's in a clown suit right like is he just like a target for batman so they shoot robin you know like oh and my I've, god, I've, you're read, so right. <laughs> I've read i've read and that's not my idea i can't say that it is because i've read parody comics where they batman just has a or the batman character has like a, a just a never-ending slew of, of teen sidekicks that he essentially just puts in front of bullets you know yeah and, but like like really when you think about it why would you give this kid that costume yeah. right like you're like i'm dark to blend into the yeah. shadows here's your bright costume your with no pants costume with no pants, no pants and go 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 fight crime with me i totally love the fact that he was a high flying trapeze artist i love yeah. that i love his backstory i've just always hated his costume Oh, man, you've heard it here, folks. Corey hates Robin's costume. You're right, though. <laughs> it looks like, gosh, it's like, who thought of that? I mean, I guess it wouldn't have looked good with two dark suits because Robin is such, like, 
he almost looks like the jester part of it. I don't know. You know what? Maybe because they wanted to um, to apply to kids, they made him with the fun costumes because it's like colors and shiny yeah. and that might be it. And then they gave him like kind of a circusy character anyway to be like, kids, look, they love the circus, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in back in the 40s, what do kids love? They love the circus and just wearing tidy whities with no pants. That's it. So yeah, let's give him that. Cut to Superman. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I just, I just never loved him. But we do. I, I'm happy that like our kids are gonna grow up in a world where they've overhauled Robin enough that they, you know, our kids are gonna get to the point where they're gonna, they're gonna see that old Robin and be like, oh my gosh, what is that? Yeah. You know, why? And be like, what were they thinking there? You know. Yeah. I'm like, but then they're gonna look at our generation that we have now that you and I are like doting on. They're gonna be like. Ew, the Joker used to be such a clown. Like, look at him now. He's right. got fish scales. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. That'd be crazy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you can you can evolve these characters and keep going with them and yeah. reboot them all the time because their archetypes are so – they're simple but yet so meaningful, so deep, deep. you know? Yeah. yeah, deep. So you can, you can reboot them so many times and make them applicable to a new generation. Mm-hmm. It'll just always be – Batman will just always be there. It makes you wonder, you know, because even before Batman with the old radio serials, you know, there's The Shadow. I mean, uh, uh, Bob Kane, um, you know, famously, the Batman is is a ripoff of The Shadow. And That's now, right. Yeah. And now, like, you know, The Shadow is so old that people don't even know that anymore. So, it's yeah. you know, it's just Batman. But – it makes you wonder if all throughout human history we've had to create these archetype characters and tell stories about them. And, you know, was the shadow just uh, an extension of a character that came before him, uh, mm. an amalgamation of a character that came before that? Right. And Batman is just the latest iteration, you know? Yeah. I'm with you on that. And, like, I mean, Bob Kane did it better. Shout out to Bill Finger. I can't exactly yep. remember, but, but I know he needs a major shout out. Like, that, I know it was really, like what Bob Kane did was super messed up and I'm glad that they're getting hashtag justice now. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically like who can do it better. And if you can do it better then you, you get to keep going. Cause it's, it, there's, okay. So what's the highest form of flattery is when people copy what you have and if they can make it better, then guess what? They win and we have to let our eagles go and just be like, okay, they did it better. It's fine, you know? And, and the shadow's still cool. I like the shadow. He's he's a fun character, but you know, he he's 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 kind of just gone now. I mean, I know yeah. he has a comic out there, guys. You know, don't yell at me. I know that. He's <laughs> he's still kind of around, but you know what I mean. He's he's pretty much gone and into the shadows. That, uh, yeah. yeah, that that Alec Baldwin movie probably didn't do him any favors either. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh yeah. The the that shadow Alec Baldwin movie that came out in like 92 or something. I'm watching that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not (laughs) saying it's good. It was. Oh no, it it doesn't have to be good. Corey. I I watch terrible movies and love them just as much as I do movies that are really good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I will say this, but before, because I don't know where to insert it. My favorite Batman is yes. Batman in the snow. I love what? when Gotham is snowy. I oh. love it when it's when it's nighttime and it's snowing in Gotham. And I love 
any Batman story that takes place in Gotham in winter in the snow. I don't know what it is, but I love that visual. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it's like they Gotham is so divided throughout the entire year. But for some reason, when it snows, it feels a little bit more like cozy and people are a little bit more human during that time i don't know you know what i mean (laughs) yeah well yeah i guess it gives you everyone has the ability to commiserate over the over the snow or it just they tell those stories at christmas time but yeah you're right anytime it snows there is a bit of of uh of coziness to them or that just you know maybe that's just inherent to to snow stories right because everyone's just kind of like locked inside and whatnot and the the city's kind of shut down yeah cut to wait what I was just gonna say, but I I love that like image of like Batman like perched on the uh, like on a building top like yeah, a gargoyle, totally. but like snow actually like building up on his cape, you know, because he's been just watching for so long. I don't know. I just think that's really cool looking in my in my head at least. Okay, so I know the answer is yes, but do you remember the animated gargoyle series? Absolutely. Yes, it's on Disney Plus. I've already watched the first two episodes. It's still as amazing as ever. But the reason why I'm bringing it up. Is because then the gargoyles they came alive at night when the sun went yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So Batman's totally a gar- gar- gargoyle. Yeah, absolutely. Batman's a gargoyle. He is a gargoyle. You, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I think that's a part of the appeal is that you could be looking up and you know you're at a building or whatever, and it's like there's gargoyle, gargoyle, gar- gargoyle, and like wait a minute, that second one moved a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's and- part of the city. He's part of this. Yes, that good point. Like he's actually like literally supposed to be part of the city. And I've always labored under the assumption that, you know, if we were living in Gotham, say you and me, Tess, right? Just normal Joe Schmoes, you know, we're not like doing everything perfect. We're not quote unquote good guys. We're not bad guys either. But at the same time. Just normal people in Gotham, we are supposed to be scared of Batman too. Like, yeah. I don't think he's not supposed to be, he's not Superman. He's not supposed to be the shining beacon of hope. He, we, he, his idea is that, you know, you and I, Tess, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to shoplift. We're not going to do anything mm-hmm. because we're afraid that out of any corner, the Batman could just yes. appear. He's the right? ultimate policeman, essentially. Right. Yes. It gets a really good point, actually. Wow. I never thought of it like that like that way because when you think of the Superman world, it's like bright, you know, blue skies on a sunny day. And, oh, no, here comes a, uh, a truck and it's going to hit me. It's like Superman will save me. But, like, if you're in Gotham and it's like, oh, no, a truck's going to hit me, Batman is not going to come save you. Or, I mean, you know, you know what I mean? he might, but you don't like, you don't, I don't think you sit there and like, oh, please, you don't yell, you know, save me, Batman. Like, whereas, yeah, like you said, exactly. You're in um, uh, Metropolis. You'll yell, save me, Superman, because he's, you know, that's what he does. Uh, But yeah, like, I think like, you know, Batman is supposed to be myth. Batman is supposed to be legend. You know, it's he's not appearing on TV. Right, like, right. You he's know, not interviewing. No, he's not really doing right. interviews. Yeah. He's not like, yeah, as much as we all love seeing the cool, the, the fun stuff at Christmas of Batman delivering kids to the Toys for Tots or whatever, but it's not, that's not the day-to-day. The, like, I think... 
you and I would be like, oh my God, did you hear about the bat? Like, yeah. So I, yeah, no, that's not real. Like, it's almost like sort of conspiracy theory. Totally. But at the same time, like, like, oh, I hope he doesn't get us. Like, even if we're just normal people, because we don't know. We don't, we're not privy. We're not reading the comic books. So we're not privy to all the information. Right. We just know that he beats people up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you and I don't know if this person over here that he beat up is uh, like was mugging somebody. We just know that Batman beat somebody up. Right. And we don't question question it it's just you just no, keep walking keep your you head just down keep walking. just keep walking right it's yeah imagine if you you and i were just like walking through gotham and we looked down an alley and some dude is just like in a costume is just beating the heck out of another dude you're like well that's messed up but i ain't getting involved nope, you know and run. then you probably and we would probably assume that the guy with the the cape and the pointy ears was the bad guy yeah actually now that you say that yeah like he looks more ferocious than uh well, then the Joker, deep. technically, like if you think about it, he like if you just blink your eyes, you never even saw Batman and Joker ever in your life, ever. You blink. Uh, Batman's probably the scarier of the two, right? Like Ooh, yeah. you know, just on paper. It's like know? Joker's got a clown gig. Like yeah, like the movie. it's like oh, that's a clown. And then of course the terror is once you start peeling back the layers of the Joker. Oh. That's 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 the fun of it. But yeah, yeah. like Batman, visually, he just he looks like a bad guy, and he that's does. what's cool. Yeah, he absolutely does. Okay, I have a great question to end this episode because we could literally, I was just like, I could go on for another hour. Okay, here (laughs) we go. Who is your favorite Batman? Go. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll have to go nostalgia, probably Michael Keaton, but I think think Christian Bale, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I very much enjoyed... I enjoyed Ben Affleck as beefier, older Bruce Wayne. Oh I, I don't know why I kind of dug it, but I mean, you know, he's not my favorite, but I, I was like, okay, cool. That's, I'm fine with that. But I guess I'll honestly, I'll, I have to say truthfully and from the bottom of my heart, I got to say uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. I think that he certainly set the precedent for what a Batman should evolve into. Like he got even darker and like he was – like Batman was kind of sexy. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, like, hey. <laughs> he like had a way with words and he was just so suave. Like when they're in the museum and he's like kind of talking to this girl and she's like, oh, whose house is this? And he's like, mine. I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. I, have Michael I see, I see you flaunting it. Yeah. What, a, what about you? Which one's your favorite Batman? Okay. So I'm going to name all the ones that I know. And not talking about Kevin Conroy, who does the voice. Sorry, Kevin. Um, okay, can, can I just amend what I would just said and, okay. and say <gasps> Kevin Conroy would actually be? I didn't even. Yeah, I, I should have said that. That's I feel funny. like not a good nerd, but that would actually be my favorite Batman. Is, okay. is if I could take his voice and over. I don't know if it even work overlaying it on Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's Michael Keaton's my favorite. Like physical actor batman like yeah. visual like you know right yeah. there it, and yes. but but kevin conroy will always be for me the voice of batman okay okay a two-parter two in one okay yeah i'll let you have yeah. that one okay All i'm right. sorry I, I totally cut you off on that one no i'm glad that you said something and i'm glad that i gave you the opportunity to take it back so kevin conroy's cool i think he's definitely the voice of batman he's your batman because it's probably a batman animated series that's probably your batman so bringing it full circle back to the top of the episode my batman is val kilmer he's my intro to bat you you gotta let me have that (laughs) i i do i do and i don't even hate it i i if you said 
if you said George Clooney, I might literally <laughs> jump out this window right here. Um, yeah. He's, he's the worst. Yeah. Uh, like, but, Corey, you know, Corey, <laughs> come back. That, yeah, right. <laughs> You're the glass shatter. Yeah. Uh, but Val Kilmer's awesome. And I kind of felt like you were going to go that way because yeah. that was in. And it's funny because that's your introduction to Batman. And mine was Michael Keaton, essentially. So we always sort of love our, our first, right? Yeah. It's, it's funny how that, that sort of works out. But uh, what what what? What did you, was it just nostalgia or did you like his performance too? I liked his performance. I like that Val Kilmer actually gave Batman beats, silent beats that other Batman, Batman have not done before. Like everybody else was kind of a talky Bruce Wayne Batman, but Val gave him like the beats because he is a, Batman is a silent guy. He's a quiet dude. You know, and Val, I think he really pulled that out of that, his character. I think he was one of the only ones to, it's just like, read his face. Like, you, you don't need to hear what he has to say. And that's the first time I'm having that thought, but I mean it, you know. And I got I got to say, and I mean this, he's probably the best looking of all the Batmans. I mean, <laughs> I mean, actually, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love me some Val Kilmer. I'm not gonna lie. So that's yeah. uh, I, I will never hate on on a Val Kilmer choice. Uh, now, now I know as far as like like story writing goes, we had the perfect ending because you tied it all the way back to the beginning of our conversation. But yeah. I gotta say, do it. We have so many Jokers to choose from. Oh my God, you're right. Which Shoot. one's your favorite Joker? Okay. I want to know your favorite oh Joker. Oh my gosh. All right, let me run through them. Jackie Nicholson, Mark Hamill. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Jared Leto. Um, who else am I missing? Um, Heath Ledger. Heath. Oh my God. Hello, Heath Ledger. Okay, so I think that it would be Heath Ledger, but I've only seen that movie once, and I, and it was at the time. But I think I have to go with um, Mark Hamill on that one because he actually. Well, hold on. No, I was not allowed to pick a voiceover actor uh, as my favorite. Now I, I'm going to say the same thing. Mark Hamill was, is my favorite voice, but you got to pick a live action. <sighs> okay. One. Okay. God, you're making the rules up as we go. Hang on. Wait. <laughs> All right. We got it. If we're going to do these questions, we got to set up rules pre question. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. It would have to be drum roll. Brrr. Jackie Nicholson. Nice. It has to be. That was also my intro to Joker. And he, we watched that movie not that long ago. And he is creepy without his makeup on. He, yeah. he is the first Joker to have that face. Like his face is stuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but okay. So I mean, jokingly, I I, I, I shot down your your Mark Hamill. Mine's mine would also be Mark Hamill. But tell me your love. <laughs> get, get, let's do the love for Mark Hamill. Though. Okay. So I love Mark Hamill because he actually I did think that he was um, pretty. I didn't realize that the Joker was psycho until I saw and heard Mark Hamill's Joker. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, he's actually psycho. Like even like the laugh that he gives him, and even just the cartoon itself. Um, but Mark certainly, you know, uh, pump, uh, pushes that up. You know what I'm saying? And what about, and, and what about he's you? He's so amazing. He, I mean, he's, he's, Mark Hamill's so amazing yeah. voice actor. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Mark Hamill's Joker is my favorite sounding Joker, I guess. Um, but, uh, I love Jack Nicholson. I, I gotta say my least favorite is Jared Leto's. I thought yeah. his was terrible. Sorry, Jared. But, Jared. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Um, 
but my I gotta say my favorites uh gotta be um Heath Ledger I yeah I just I, I just was every time I watch it I'm just riveted by his performance mm-hmm. it's it's just the you just I just absorb it I'm just like staring at it and I don't even blink and it it happens you know it, it doesn't happen all the time but like sometimes i just get really sucked into performances and yeah. characters like i really my favorite part of the of it was was pennywise i just okay. loved his his performance i just loved how he delivers his lines and then to like an, an extremely lesser extent but because they haven't had much screen time but warner herzog and the mandalorian that we were just talking about uh last week I just was riveted by how he was delivering his lines and everything. And it was just, I was like, wow, it's cool. But like, like Heath Ledger, I just would watch him and I'm just like, oh my God. Um, and then let's, let's give a shout out to, uh, uh, Caesar. Oh, shoot. Oh, Romero. Yeah. Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. Yeah, yeah. The original Joker on the TV show yeah. way back in the day. He was, Hey, he was fine. He, he was yep. better than Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, he was. It's okay, buddy. You know what? You, you gotta, you gotta try everybody's. Yeah. That's his Joker. Yeah, that's his Joker. He 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 gave an attempt, and there's plenty of people out there that that like that Joker, and it's you know yeah, it just because yeah. it's not one that I particularly cared for, I have to at least give props to them trying to do something different. I agree, and I actually did like um, what was that movie called? <laughs> Shoot, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I actually did like Suicide Squad. Um, I didn't mind Jared's performance that much, but it wasn't. It was so like he was trying to find trying to do something different, but it was so off the rails of what we already the train that we're already on right now. Like it wasn't like a stepping stone. It was like, what about this? Everybody's like, no, not quite. He feels too crazy. But I want to bring it back to that point. Genius uh, comparison to Pennywise, by the way, because you're totally right. Heath Ledger's Joker is Pennywise. Like you cannot... You cannot persuade Pennywise to do anything or not hurt you or not kill you. And the same thing with Heath Ledger's Joker. Maybe you'll be able to talk to Jackie Nicholson's Joker and persuade him. Um, maybe Joaquin Phoenix, but like Heath Ledger's Joker, you can be like, good luck. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix seemed to be the most uh, uh, nice out of all the Jokers. Uh-huh. Like, I, I feel like if you didn't wrong him, you would probably be okay. Whereas, yeah, and, and Jack Nicholson seemed more like... He's a gangster joker. So like yes. you you and I, unless there was like a profit in it, you and I or unless we were kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time, we wouldn't be scared of him. Like I don't think he would do anything to us. Right. Whereas Heath Ledger's Joker, I think, would just is just crazy and pure an- anarchy, right? Yeah. It's it's that's that at least that's the sense that I got from it. Um and then I don't feel like we we sat long enough with Jared Leto's Joker to sort of know like how he was how he would be um you know I'm sure he would kill me because I would have laughed at him but uh <laughs> and not with him but uh at yeah, him at him uh, <laughs> I feel like you could kick him and he would knock over like he just doesn't seem like a strong enough Joker but I think the one that stole the show in uh, Suicide Squad was freaking Margot Robbie 
Yeah, like, oh yeah, for sure. She, for she's sure. getting her own movie now, and yeah. I freaking cannot wait. We have to review that one. Oh, oh yeah, we will. Bir- uh, Birds of Prey. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm excited for that. I she was my favorite part of Suicide Squad. I <sighs> I liked Margot Robbie. I like her Harley Quinn. I'm not a big fan of like the tattoos, but like I on the face and stuff. Like, but I I, I understand like if they built off the Joker, and now they have to like sort of live with it. They have to sort of you know they're they're sort of stuck with that design choice. Um, but overall, I thought her portrayal of harley quinn was was great uh, uh, but at the same time my favorite harley quinn is still just the animated series version yeah I, it's so crazy like that's my literally my that's my favorite batman that's my favorite uh joker and at least voice wise and my favorite harley and just visually too pretty much they all have that classic design to them you know what i wonder when it comes out we could do a whole like harley month like different types oh, um, of harleys Oh yeah, especially yeah. If that, if especially if that one Harley comic was your your big sort of introduction to yeah. comics, then yeah, we should just do a whole we'll, yeah. We'll plan on that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll we'll figure yeah. out what month that the Birds of Prey is coming out, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll plan it accordingly. We're we're already planning our December now, and uh, oh, I'm so excited it, for December. Yeah, oh my gosh. So, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. I, I haven't read this many comics in in years before we started doing the podcast. So this is this is fun. We got so fun. many surprises in store, you guys. Like yeah. we're already thinking well into 2020. We got some cool stuff coming up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But I, I know there's like there's a gazillion things that we can talk about with Batman. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't even touch on like, what's your favorite Batmobile out of all <laughs> the Batmobiles that you've seen? I'll say it. I'll just put it out there. Uh, Tim Burton's Batmobile is my yeah, favorite. Yeah, that was that, dope. I, that was that dope. thing still looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Slick. Uh, that, yeah, with the the big like jet engine in the middle of a, of a Dodge Viper. My yeah. God, that thing's cool looking. Um, but Again, we, I mean, yeah. and there's a gazillion other Alfreds. Batman, yeah. Alfreds, yeah. Which one's your favorite? Michael Caine, bro. Michael Caine. Every course. day. <laughs> all day. All day. Every day. Every day, dude. My, uh, Michael Caine. Uh, uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I love <laughs> with him. The, oh with his uh, school of acting with no blinking. That's that's his oh school of acting. He just, you, you don't blink. Just, just don't blink. Just look them right in the eyes and don't blink. Don't blink. He has a different, like, accent. Like, you, you know how we have have like new england accent southern accent like he has a different like british accent and it's like it's so different it's like the bottom of your mouth michael <laughs> Caine. and i love him from a personal favorite christmas movie i Ooh. watch muppets christmas carol every oh year oh my it, dude that's on disney freaking plus oh oh is it well yes, okay, all I of have, the muppets i have the freaking blu-ray because oh you do uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> a Muppets Christmas Carol and Scrooged are the Ooh. two, like my two oh, favorite yeah. Christmas movies Bill that Murray. I have to watch. Yep. Oh, Bill Murray is amazing yeah. <laughs> in that movie. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it's also his most coked out uh, Bill Murray, but uh, that's neither here nor there. He, he rebounded. He's fine now. That's right. He's doing a-okay. He's, yeah. he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, but I love, I love Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. I love the Marley and Marley song. Yes. For some, <laughs> I, I don't know why. And to the point where me and uh, uh, my best friend from college, Alex, uh, we were in film, like, film school together and we bonded we became friends because somebody i don't remember what it was i was sitting next to him and i was you know taking notes or whatever and and my professor said marley and i said marley and marley (laughs) under my breath and he goes he goes 
Ooh. And he goes, dude, are you doing Muppets Christmas Carol? And I was like, yeah, man, I love Muppets Christmas Carol. I was like, so do I. And then we, we, we just, just sat there. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's an insight into my silliness. Silliness. Insight into our silliness. Brought to you by Tess and Corey. <laughs> and while I threw mine out there, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Dude, Elf. I have to. Okay. That's it's, awesome. it's my favorite. I know it's not like, it's like, it's everybody's, but like, dude, every time I watch it, it just brings you so much glee. You just have to sit and watch. Like, it's just so good. I I used to go home to Maryland for Christmas, and my mom and I would go to the Kennedy Center in D.C. Mm-hmm. and watch different plays at Christmas time. One year we watched the the, the White Christmas play, oh. and then the next year we we did the Elf play. They had uh, the awesome. Elf, yeah, Broadway play or Off Broadway. I don't know whatever it's called. I don't do theater, but yeah, at the I saw <laughs> Elf at the at the Kennedy Center. It was That's awesome. Awesome, yeah. and they did it justice. Yeah, it was great. I it, honestly, it's not one of my my go tos. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably only seen it about. I think I've only seen it twice, but I've seen the play once, so I've seen it three times. I mean, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. The, the play was great. If you, if you ever get a chance to see it, it was it was fantastic. It was so much fun. It sounds like fun. It's like when they made SpongeBob the musical. It's like, uh, yeah, that's a wonderful idea. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever get a chance, the the White Christmas one is is awesome as Ooh. well, as well as the movie. I mean, I, I love. I watch that every year too. Sisters, sisters. I always say that to my sister and she hasn't seen it, but I've showed her the song and everybody's like, White Christmas. And I'm like, you know the reference. Yeah, I love that. I love that song. I love Bing Crosby. I yes. Come come December, um, I don't actually listen to anything but Bing Crosby Christmas Dude. music. I have a an, ins- an insatiable love for Bing Crosby, but only in December yeah. and only Christmas music. I don't, Uh, it's like nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) I have like, I think I have like, you know, way before Spotify and everything, like I have like like nine or ten different like various white christmas best of bing crosby best of white christmas you know remastered bing crosby remastered white christmas cds i just have so many oh my gosh and to bring it back to batman jingle bells jingle bells batman smells robin Robin laid an egg egg. (laughs) oh man all right Corey, let's wrap this up before we go into uh, basically December at yes. this point. Yeah. yeah, seriously. That was a, that was like eight minutes of, of nothing but uh, Christmas talk. I don't know why. I just got no, excited I for it. Christmas. I mean, don't you guys want to know more about us? You're here for us, right? I think so. <laughs> Where can we find you on cyberspace, Corey? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Corey Nation and then on uh, a couple podcasts here and there. I'll plug a podcasting after dark. You know, me and my buddy Zach, we talk about mm, 80s horror and action movies. I'm just right now I am in the middle of editing uh, Cyborg. So that mm-hmm. should be up by the time you guys uh, um, hear this. So go check that out. And Tess, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Tessiano. That's T-E-S-S-L-A-N-O-S. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Corey, thank you for this wonderful Batman chat. Hopefully we uh, gave people some insight they didn't ever have before or didn't realize that they needed uh, to continue <laughs> on their life's journey here. Yeah, and hopefully they had fun listening. Yeah, I had, I had fun listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm Tess. And I'm Corey. And we'll see you guys next time.
This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey.